Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Flow, where we talk about all things reality TV, Love Island, um, what else? (laughs) Married at First Sight. You're trifling. All of those things. Welcome back to the show, guys. We're so happy to have you here. Are you done? Are you I have too much fun over my there? Name, my name is Wendy Williams. <laughs> I have Charlemagne the God with me to intro. Honestly, us. if we were two like if we were two personalities, I think you nailed it on the head exactly who we would be. You think you'd be Charlemagne the God? For sure. For sure. He is a menace to society. And let's be honest, I and I think that like to an extent 80% of what he says like has some logic to it and then the last 20 the last 20 just goes straight off the deep end and I think that's like about that's about right bro that man is so problematic but it like doesn't really make sense to me that Amanda no her name is Amanda Seals right it's Mm -hmm. not Amanda Amanda Seals is like best friends with him when she's like the most logic sounding I think it's probably just like when you've just known somebody for so long. And you're like, Negro's gonna be Negro. But let's talk about how you really do embody (laughs) Wendy William tendencies. (laughs) You haven't seen that. Um, Let let me know, y'all, if you've seen the meme, the TikTok, where Wendy Williams is talking about Britney Spears' uh, case that's going on right now. And she's like, death to all of them. And the crowd is like, <laughs> like the crowd gasped and the uh, narrator is like, even the audience knew Wendy had taken it too far. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. But that's basically what you're doing on social media when you have your hot takes. And then oh everybody literally comes for you in your DMs and you literally are like, cease fire, cease fire. Yeah, y'all. I've been starting a lot of controversy in my uh, on my story. It's been a little bit chaotic lately, but... What you gonna do? You need something to spice up the TL every now and again, right? I guess so. Well, you know, after we've now hashed that out, welcome everybody to the Black Girl Flow podcast. (laughs) We're easing into this episode, but y'all know how it is. We gotta keep keep for a minute. I know before we get into the real nitty gritty of why we are all gathered here today. And honestly, if if folks didn't already know. If you don't know, Olivia is super into role playing and she thinks it's so funny. (laughs) She thinks it's so (laughs) funny and she's so good at it and she really loves to troll people. So I think it's actually one of her love languages and it's like not even in a kinky way. Like it's just been like, it's a pure amusement of her ego. And so you just got a whiff of it. So congrats. I know. I know. More, more of that to come later, guys. Um, because that is a little bit on topic. That is a little bit to what we're going to be talking about today. 
yes but before we get into that you already know what the deal is it's time for the pulse check and i have a confession to make so for those that didn't listen to my to the last episode i talked about how i um was planning on seeing a psychic last actually yeah this past saturday over the weekend and i just have to say that i actually capped and did not end up seeing said psychic because I just got like super superstitious, which is not really like me, but I was like, just feeling, I was feeling scared, honestly. That's like, I was feeling spooked out more so. And so I uh, decided to step away from it. Um, also, since I've been making like big decisions in my life, I, I'm definitely the type of person that won't take what a psychic says with a grain of salt. So I just felt like I needed to save myself the actual like, spiel of what the psychic was going to say and just try to make my own decisions in life for once so maybe I will I'll let you guys know when I actually reschedule it but other than that I just have to get that off of my chest for my pulse check thank you for sharing thank you for your authenticity your transparency <laughs> we yes. were obviously all waiting for the update but no I think you know I'm always a big proponent of trust your instincts and Brad, that's I get it like I'm the same way in regards to whatever they said I would take too harshly or like too um intently so I know you tossed around the idea of doing it closer to your birthday which that'll probably you know let the let the let the tides tell you know what I mean yeah. or you can come get a psychic reading from Lexi oh, I'll oh. get you like I get your life right I get you, I'll tell you a thing too <laughs> You're going to be like, I see you moving to North Carolina in your future. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but definitely like the Raleigh-Durham area. Don't somewhere. make it sound like I'm thirsty to have you out here. I'm just saying somewhere if, out there. if the stars aligned, you would be welcomed mm-hmm. with open arms and a humble oh. abode. You're like, the stars are telling me this. You know, I have these really deep, like, uh, spiritual conversations with my dad, and I linked up with him yesterday, and he's seen a psychic twice in his life. Bro, the stuff that the psychic said, I don't even want to put his business out there, but it's, like, <laughs> crazy. Like, the stuff that the psychic said actually came true. Like, he went to see a psychic. He told me this, like, ages ago. They told the psychic told him that he was going to have three kids and for the longest you know he just had me and my brother oh. and like 17 years later he finally had the third kid because he was just like I guess I'm like I guess the psychic was wrong in that aspect and then he actually ended up having and so that's kids. what I'm saying is like at that point like there's not much you can do with some of that information either because it's like you have two kids and you don't really you know where just the- wait yeah, so it's like that at the same time, I guess it's as big a deal as you want to make it because like life's just still going to happen and you still have like bills to pay and responsibilities to take. But I think it's still interesting. I can't wait to hear how many kids you're going to have. <laughs> Look, no, I was also watching this YouTube video and I'm going to get off of this tangent, but I was watching this YouTube video where the girl, she was like, okay, I think it might've been like some BuzzFeed video where she was like, I'm going to go see a bunch of different psychics. And she was like engaged to this one guy are like you know in a long-term relationship and I think all the psychics like told her that it was going to end like that relationship and that's the type of stuff that's going to mess me up and so I was just like I do not want to hear anything because I will mess around and actually just speed (laughs) up the process of life 
if you tell me that this is gonna happen like let me just like save myself from all of the heartache that my guys are trying to tell me that's living through the psychic like let me just stop it all see but in my mind this is a hot take though in my mind I don't think you stop yourself from heartache by expediting it though you know yeah, I mean? but it's like, mm, yeah, I think that you're right. But I think at the same time, mm, if you're like predicting something's going to happen, you have enough time to like mentally and emotionally prepare yourself more for it than it happening. Sure. Yeah, I guess. You're like, time is a social construct and like, we can't really like predict anything. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to mimic what the typical Aquarius sounds like these days. These days. It is the year of the Aquarius. Put some respect on our name. Anywho, is y'all. that your pulse check, Olivia? Is that what you want to was my about? That was my pulse check, guys. 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 Um, What's your pulse check? Mine. Honestly, I had such a nice weekend. It was like so delightful. And I think my Sunday just was so good. I like, I literally think about it. It just makes me smile. Um, And that's like- Tell the people what happened. (laughs) You're like, like, I just had the best weekend ever. And yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. So- (laughs) (laughs) It's really not for you. Like we're all sitting on the edge of our seats to know like what happened. No, it was just like a good weekend. Like it was a perfect mixture of- like one of my friends, she um, is like transitioning out of her job. A lot of my friends are in these like big career transitions yeah. and went and celebrated her on Friday and like just met up for dinner. And then we ended up in the park and we watched the sunset and it was just like so nice. It was so beautiful. Just like not talking about all the things, just like talking about random things, which I think sometimes you need to just hold space with people where you're just like literally like not having yeah. to give life updates, just like joshing you know what I mean like and that's sometimes hard to do when you're an adult and you feel like you have to like plan things out or you like feel like you need to catch up with people's lives it's like okay at a point you should just be like hey what what do you what have you been thinking about like what's something funny that's happened or like let's pretend to be that couple over there and like give them voices and narrate to whatever right like that was super good oh I got to volunteer at a farm on Saturday which anybody who knows me knows I really just love building things and we built a like greenhouse hoop house and it was just like so fun to be kicking out there with some power tools and the beating sun and then um um I feel like it's like such a weird way to intro this but I've been seeing somebody (laughs) yes for a while now and um we just had like a Sunday fun day and like everything we had planned for the day didn't happen like we had all these plans to like do these things and we had them planned for a while and everything that we went to go do it was like oh it was closed or like that we couldn't make that happen or the weather wasn't going well so we just like make shifted a day and it ended up being so much fun like it was if my love language is trolling your love language is like going off of the path yeah and it was like it, at times it was like oh dang like I really wanted to do that and then it was like well I don't know I guess I'm still with like this person that I really really enjoy 
and it was just like this energy yeah like a slow moving it was it was literally like a perfect Sunday I like have I have no like I'm just so happy and then we like ended up reading we like spent the evening like reading on hammocks in my apartment complex and I was just like wow I like don't I don't think it gets much better than this like I just think it's so nice so it was such a good weekend um so feel really good coming into this week and I'm just like ready I'm just ready ready my cheeks hurt from smiling and cheesing so hard as you were telling us about your weekend thank you so much for (laughs) yes vulnerability I know I'm sure so many people have so many questions that's for another episode um because I'm going to go squirm for sharing about my life. But either way, this is a great segue, though, because today's episode, we're going to be talking about rebranding. And so we've been kind of unpacking elements that are influencing our life and kind of like synergies that are around us. And recently, I'm going to expose Olivia because recently... She's in a couple of things. And Olivia's actually the queen of rebranding. She gives me very um, Kanye, Jay-Z vibes um, in, her create, in her creator energy, which is like steadfast with a vision and like clear execution, but also of the biggest loof goof I've ever met in my whole entire life. <laughs> I wonder and how goofy Jay-Z is. Probably not that goofy. <laughs> like, I don't see it. But either way, and that's like the biggest compliment to Olivia, but recently on her Instagram, she archived, and this is Olivia's um, unique trait about hers. She archives all of her stuff, but so much of it is about like this rebranding process. And so we wanted to talk today about as you're evolving and growing in so many intentional ways that we've kind of talked about before in the past episodes of like your self-care practices and as you're visioning for your life, there's kind of this like natural rebranding process that happens. And we wanted to talk about the ways in which that shows up in like your personal life, your professional life, like how you go about growing into that evolution and being that brand, like how you want to be known, what your reputation is. And again, we're always coming back to being in alignment and what the multitude of identities we have impacts that. So I'm like super stoked to talk about this because I think Olivia is a chronic rebrander and that's not a bad thing, but we need to talk about it. And I'm probably like super, I don't know if I'm super consistent, but I think I have a brand. You definitely have a brand. I think everybody has a brand and I'm such a pro like rebrander like if if that were like a if that was a word like pro rebranding that would be I think you're you're on no you're pro you're like on the rebrand movement you're like I'm I'm on to it like I think that's so walk us through what that means for you and the ways like the most recent times that you feel like you've rebranded or like critical times you've rebranded Right. I think, honestly, I was thinking about it today. And I think that what it is, is that from a young age, I'm talking about like elementary school, middle school. And I know this is so many other Black women's experiences. But when I was younger, I never had like a group of people to be around. Like there wasn't ever like a solid group. I think I moved around a little bit during some, you know, developmental um, ages. And 
I had to kind of mesh. I was better at meshing into the people that I was around than I, you could say like my brother who's also an Aquarius. And so what I had to do was kind of, if, if I wanted that community, I had to kind of shape myself into the people that I was around. Um, and so that's when the first, what you, I guess you could call like phase of rebranding was, cause I constantly felt like I had to rebrand myself to be around other people. And then as I got older and that became like a superpower of mine, being able to mesh and be flexible and flow into different groups. I kind of just now take little pieces of what I want my future self to look like from other different, you know, from different categories, different groups. And then I just kind of make it into my own brand. And I think it's a good thing to be able to shed your skin and to be able to like dip into different sides of yourself because we are not a monolith. Like we are all of these different, like we hold so many different dimensions within our own personal brand and so it's so interesting guess, well because yeah. this makes me think about something I saw on Instagram that yeah. was like in in North Carolina like the butterflies are around right now right. because it's like just that time of year and I was going to go to this butterflies and, and beer event <laughs> that was at the Natural Life Museum but either way right. it was like a video of a butterfly or like a caterpillar turning into a butterfly and it was like talking through all the phases of it. And it was like a butter, like the caterpillar doesn't actually shed its skin. It like literally becomes all of its phases. And so I thought that was super interesting. And it reminds me what you're saying where you're like, I'm not changing. Like I'm right. a part intentional. I'm intentionally a part of each of this process, but I like the way that you were like, I'm pulling parts of what I want my future to be into the present. And I really, really love that because I think that's the thing. It's like rebranding doesn't mean you just leave all of it behind and all of a sudden you're a new person. It's like really about this evolution. And that's, I think, why you're like so good at this. Yeah, I think what what you find the problem in my method is that like I like to try to erase, like like when, when I do finally reach like a different phase, I guess, or like, you know, dimension of my being and like try to show that on Instagram or like social media I try to like erase what was before but you want to like actively show the evolution where I'm just like no I'm here right now why don't I just showcase where I'm at instead of showcasing because let's be honest who really wants to see like the crusty like high school pictures of me with like you know the colored in eyebrows looking all sorts of messed up I'd much rather save that <laughs> friends and family. No, but and honestly, listeners, you're going to have to tune in to this episode, tune into this part of the conversation because I want to know, I need to know who else is on, on either side of this thought. Because in my mind, I think as particularly in social media, it, it perpetuates the idea that at one point we weren't those crusty people. And again, it like, it creates that narrow or like that really like incubated thought that somehow we're just born like into, like you are this next level creator who is like so young and already doing all these things and curating this life for yourself. And you can see the fruits of your labor. 
And it's like, if somebody who just pops up onto your page, isn't going to see that like you were also crusty dusty, like the rest of us. So if anything, for me, it's like the opportunity to relate because you only know how you only know where you are because of where you were. And if you, and I'm just a big proponent, at least right now in my life of feeling like we have to go back to know where we're going and like understand that. Mm. So I just, I have an appetite to always be like, ah, Olivia is at this point. And I have even more appreciation for that point when I can see where she was. But again, this is what I'm saying. You give off big Kanye energy because, (laughs) and that's like the best compliment because it's like, he just be- Uh, Best and worst. Best and worst. (laughs) But it's like, he be deleting everything. But then I also heard somebody talking about Jay-Z and was like, Jay-Z is also really good about, adapting his work to what he's experiencing in the moment so it feels really relevant and that he captures that authenticity which I also think is one thing that you're really good at right I think it's so important uh and you actually brought up a really good point because it does well with social media being such an easy place to create this facade of yourself and like this different distorted reality of who you actually are it is kind of important to show that evolution piece and all of these things but how cool is it to just be like oh this is who I've always been like I've just always been someone with this curated feed and all of this stuff but bringing it up um bringing it to our own podcast I think it's just so important with us being content creators in a sense yes Lexi you are indeed a content creator too (laughs) um that that we showcase like where we are at in our journey and we create this we create the narrative we create the story we create like you know a a niche brand that shows where we are today and so I feel like um what viewers should take away from this is just you know like really take inventory of what space you want to be in and anyone can be that unquote girl or boy or person you know like I think sometimes I'm like oh when I'm 25 I'm gonna be someone that can run six miles at a time and like I'm only gonna be eating fruits and vegetables and all of this stuff and it's like why wait till till I get to that stage of my life when I can just rebrand as a vegetarian tomorrow or as a vegan person tomorrow yeah and I think, you know, there's so much to this conversation that, you know, we could be had about just like criticism of the rebrand too, that like not always everybody understands your direct, your new direction. And right. exactly to the point of like, if you were crusty dusty before and you were doing some super toxic things, and then you're trying to rebrand is this like, you know, the whole like, oh, you're trying to act brand new, you know, which I think is very different right. than rebranding. And at least for myself, because I'm not the one, I'm definitely like n- not the one who's archiving all of my stuff or anything yeah, like that. Keeping, a, keeping everything up. Yeah, exactly. I think for me, the way that I've rebranded has always been in like my aesthetic in regards to like my actual style choice in life. Like I really yeah. pride my wardrobe Um and I, and like, I know what my style is and I know when there are seasons in my life where I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna, you know, make these adjustments to my brand and my style and like the way that I dress 
in my like curating my spaces, but it's, and I think this is the same thing with our podcast of like, it's a process and you kind of take it in incremental steps. And I think that's where, you know, you could literally do like acting brand new versus a rebrand. And the difference is that like acting brand new is that like, okay, so tomorrow I'm a vegetarian who meditates every day for 10 minutes when last week you were in the club throwing it back, you know, then going to get wings. Right. Like it's, it's something that doesn't connect while a rebrand is like this intentional evolution. And I think connecting it back to our last episode about vision and resting, it really does. It should be felt by people as that authentic movement. And sometimes you shouldn't feel pressure to have to rebrand. And I would say like the hardest rebrands to do is professionally. And especially mm-hmm. at our age, when you've maybe started your career um, or not, in the industry you're passionate about or just getting into one that you're passionate about and trying to figure out what your pivot or your entry point is and what your branding is. And like I said, it it just takes time. And I see like, even for myself wanting to rebrand professionally, asking myself the critical questions of like, okay, you know, if that's a desire I have, like, what are the steps I'm taking to get there and stuff like that. So I think there's so much more to this that we could unpack, but I think for folks, yeah, asking themselves like, all right, are you acting brand new or are you rebranding? And what's the intentionality behind what you're doing? And, you know, how is that a part of you living in your like truest full self? Right. I feel like it's all about cultivating that space and having that clear, I don't know, vision, mindset. Um, I know specifically, like, when it comes to Black men, um, it's, it, they, they aren't really taught how to navigate, like, finding different friend groups or, like, mm. I don't know, just, like, rebranding their life and I see that my brother leans on me heavily for like when it comes to him trying to like create his own brand and even like my boyfriend like trying to figure out okay what spaces like what kind of people do I want to be around yeah um growing up because I think that it's so much more common for black men to be in that same bubble because they aren't really taught how to it's I think it's just a lot easier also for women to be able to be like oh my god girl I love your shirt I love your pants like yeah you know let's treat Instagrams where for men it's just they don't have that same reality yeah and I think what you're saying there you know there's two parts that I'm hearing and one that like your identity does shape so much of how you're perceived and like then when you're trying to build a brand around that too like where the societal expectations for where you are situated versus like who you want to be is it's sometimes hard to figure out what your lane is and then I think the other piece of that too is you know just just being like being you like you got to figure out what you like right (laughs) because part of a brand is your reputation And like part of your reputation is what you value and what your core mission, you know, mission and, you know, where your boundaries are and the things that you do should emulate that. But I'll say that because your point about black men and even black women 
sometimes we we don't interrogate the reasons that we do things because they've just been societal you know things put on us these kind of categories placed on us and I think a lot of us are in this age right now where we're asking ourselves like wait am I conservative because I want to be conservative and I mean like that could be your fashion choice that could be in your career I'm not talking about politically I'm just saying like your lifestyle or the opposite of like oh I'm super independent and like I don't need no man's all this and it's like am I am I actually that or am I doing that because I've been you know repressed in all of these different ways and you like have to spend time unpacking that to know how you're showing up in spaces yeah that nature versus nurture piece is so important so I mean y'all if you're thinking about archiving all of your pictures on Instagram or you're thinking about rebranding your business or you know taking a career switch and you know, just like finding a new group of friends, whatever the case may be, take a little piece of both of our advice, uh, like of our advice and just, I don't know, figure out what, what does that space look like for you? And also have a way of showcasing that evolution of where you want to be, because you, you can't just act like Lexi said, like brand new, new year, who this Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that wouldn't be fair to the people around you or yourself you know or maybe at least just acknowledging making sure to acknowledge that piece on you know where did I come from always showing gratitude on where you are going and where you are currently and, and own it have it yeah and own I- it and take people with you and with that that's the episode we're pumped we're hyped we want to hear about when you've rebranded, how it's gone, or you acted brand new. And that's okay. You can admit that. We just want to know how that's going for you. So you know where to go. Just go ahead and mosey on to the Instagrams, to the YouTubes, to go ahead and finish that conversation. And Liz and yes, I will catch you next time. But thanks for joining us, folks. Thank y'all. Peace love blessing rest easy bye all right that wraps up our episode this week don't forget to go check out black girl flow podcast on social media and even check out our new youtube channel to continue the conversation there we really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.